All right, welcome back to another episode of Three Dudes, One Hoop. As always, I'm Mike, and I'm here with Easy and Benny. We have a really fun concept for you guys today. Uh, this is coming off the heels of our uh, season preview podcast, so if you haven't listened to that yet, please do so, where we break down our awards uh, predictions and our playoff predictions as well as finals. But coming off the heels of that, we wanted to talk about takes we had that we just weren't brave enough to give during those uh, uh, two episodes. So takes that... You know, the minimum threshold is like a 1% belief. So it's a, like we have to think that there's even a 1% chance that these might happen. Uh, so they're just super hot takes that we don't want to attach any credibility to. We don't want to be liable for them in any way. So big disclaimer, if you're going to bet on them, don't come crying to us that you lost money. But we're not financial uh, advisors. We're not. Yeah. And also now nah, this is on YouTube. It's going to I feel like there's going to be a lot of clips that can be taken from this. So we might have to private this video later. Or <laughs> yeah, If there's any lawsuits against us, then this will definitely be used against us in a court of law. So uh, yeah, so we're each going to give three flaming hot takes. Uh, too, hot, too hot for work. You know, don't listen to this podcast at work. It's not appropriate. Don't, don't bet any money on this, all right? So that being said, like I said, we're going to do three takes uh, each. We're going to do round robin style starting with Benny, and at the end of the podcast, we're going to talk about players that uh, we haven't given up on yet. So this is a different topic. Uh, it's players, one or two players, that uh, you know some of the league has given up on. They're barely hanging on. They're just players that you know don't have a lot of hype around them that we still really believe in that could be really good uh, in the right situation and whatnot. So that being said, I think we're going to start with our takes, and we'll go ahead and start with you, Benny. Okay. The first one that I have thought of is that I could see Philadelphia 76ers in the play-in. So anywhere from seven to 10 in the Eastern Conference this season. Ooh, okay. And that's good coming off the heels of, of what we were talking about in the last pod. So why do you have them? Yeah. So like, what, what do you think is going to happen or could happen? I, I had them, I think six in our, in our preview pod. So I guess I wasn't far off from where I could see them. Like they could finish seventh and then they're technically a play-in team, a play-in mm-hmm. team, right? But the biggest one that I talked about, and I mentioned it to you, Mike, when you had them second, was the whole Ben Simmons problem. I don't see them. I don't see Daryl Morey wanting to settle for just anything, and for that guy. And I don't see anybody giving up any a real haul for that guy right now either. And I think there's going to be a lot of tension in that locker room. That is, Doc Rivers is not going to be able to handle it. And the biggest reason why Doc Rivers is not going to be able to handle it is because his best player, Joel Embiid, came out like last week and he said, I actually have it here in front of me. He goes, he just called, completely called out Ben Simmons and he has the entire locker room against Ben Simmons, who's could arguably be their second best player, right? His stock is low, but you know, he, we could say he's the second most talented player on that roster. He's someone that in the right headspace could be a very good contributor for that team and that has championship expectations. But he comes out and he says that it was surprising to see. We'll say that even going back, he then he starts naming up all these moves that the 76ers did specifically for Ben Simmons. So bringing in Horford, stretch big, supposed to be a stretch big, getting rid of Jimmy Butler so Ben can have the ball more. Joel Embiid himself even saying that he had to step off to the three-point line, which he said he was fine with, but he had to do it anyway, basically for the sake of Ben. And then they start talking. He starts naming off all these shooters that they brought in. He brings, he says, Seth Curry, who's one of the best three point shooters, Danny Green, Tobias Harris, who they re signed, Forcom, who's a good shooter as well, Shake Milton. And he starts naming off all these guys that they brought in. So he's turning the whole locker room. He's getting all these guys against Ben Simmons, as yeah, well. even like if Doc, that's not, even Doc if that's not his intention. <laughs> yeah, even if that's not Joel Embiid's intention, it's what's happening here is he has his entire locker room turned against Ben Simmons. There's no fixing this this relationship, in my opinion. I think he has to go, but he even called them borderline disrespectful, at least the situation, right? The, the report of Ben Simmons wanting a trade, not wanting to talk to Philly. Joel Embiid said that is disrespectful, and he says it's disrespectful to the guy. He says he's focused on the guys that are here and that want to be here, that the situation is disappointing, and there's a lot of guys on this roster that are playing to survive. It might sound a little dramatic, but these were Embiid's words about how, you know, these guys – have the focus in mind of winning and Ben Simmons just, you know, he's basically saying that Ben Simmons is taking a shit on all of that because his feelings are hurt or whatever. And I could, I could just see all this turmoil not ending soon because of the fact that like I was saying before that I don't think he's going to be able to get traded so soon. It's going to take a while for Darren Moley to kind of swallow it up a bit. And it's just going to negatively affect the, the season and the 76ers. 
yeah, I mean, you guys know how I feel. These are my Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> Joel Embiid's going to win MVP, and they're going to finish number two overall. So it's definitely a very hot take for me. Um, you know, I was, you know, you can reference back to the last podcast. I'm very high on, high on them this year. But Easy, do you have any uh, reactions to that that take? So, I mean, I don't know if there's a world where they go as low as seven. Like, to me, that's such a hard thing to quantify considering that actually like the roster around Joel Embiid that they hypothetically built for Ben Simmons. Like right. just in the way that it helps Ben Simmons to have a bunch of shooters, it helps Joel Embiid to have a bunch of shooters too. Because if he's complaining that he's going to have to stretch the floor by shooting threes for Ben Simmons, if he's in the paint, that means he needs shooters. And guess what he has right now? Shooters. So I guess it's like, I don't know if I could see them as low as seven. Maybe they're six just because like it's an adjustment. I, I just have a very hard time believing that like a Doc Rivers team could struggle that much in the regular season. Uh, th- and again, th- these are hot takes. So like, I don't blame you for thinking they could go as low as seven. Honestly, a season like this could go either way. Like we've seen teams that are supposed to be great end up being completely horrendous. Like, so, I mean, do I agree? No, because I'm kind of more. I don't like think anyone's going to agree. With right. But like I'm saying, because I'm more of the thought that like, like Leva said that, like, I think yeah. Philly has already accepted the fact he'll never play for them ever again. And they've like planned for that in a way. But yeah, no, I mean, if Philly ends up seventh, I think at that point, they, like you said, there's a bunch of guys that are fighting for, for the roster spot. I mean, they won't even have a job if they don't make it beyond the seventh seed. At least most of those guys on that team. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I think uh, Philly's going to make or break a lot of like predictions that we have this year. Uh, it, it's a super interesting team to watch for. And I can definitely see uh, Ben Simmons nuking the whole thing. So, <laughs> I, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. It's definitely a hot take. Sure and he has to, he has to, it's not like he can just, like, I was thinking maybe like the ideal world for this to be a seamless transition from Ben away from the team is if, you know, if he's allowed to sit out from the team, he just trains on his own time with his own guys and he just isn't even in the building, but that's not going to be the case, right? Because isn't there this whole thing where he's going to be getting fined or he, he, he already started some money. Like exactly. So he's going to, exactly. It's crazy. Exactly. So, and it's just yeah. going to keep getting higher and higher, at least yeah. probably what the NBA is going to be doing because they don't want this. So he's going to oh, yeah. have to come back, right? If he's not traded. I don't think I don't he'll get probably. fined. I think it's more of like the team just won't pay him. Um, no, he's already been fined. He's already been right. Fined but I'm saying that, for example, like there was an eight mil that he was going to get once he started the season with the team, I'm pretty sure. And now it's mm. on escrow with the team. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. So meaning that that money, like it could be his if he showed up. He's just doesn't want to show up. He's just not. So not I mean, reporting. it's up to yeah. it's up to him. And in the, in the more games he doesn't play, the more game, more, the more times he's not going to get paid. And it really is up to him how much he's comfortable with that thought. Um, I think Daryl Morey is going to feel the heat. I, I think that Daryl Morey's not going to like it. But at the end of the day, you're competing for championships if you're Philly, hypothetically, because now you're not worried about Ben now. You're worried about Joel Embiid now. You need to make sure whatever that guy wants, you better do it. Because if you hypothetically, we're not you, but if the organization, because Daryl Morey wasn't there before, if the organization was designed around Ben Simmons initially, you better design it around Joel Embiid this time. Because if you don't, that guy's walking the next time his contract's up. And maybe that's what they need five years from now, but that's not what they need right now. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, a lot is hanging in the balance with what they can get for Ben Simmons too. So that's something to watch out for. But I like the take. It's good. I'm gonna, yeah. I think we'll move on to, to my take, which is uh, pretty spicy here. So, <laughs> <laughs> so my take has to do with a team out West that we've clowned on a lot. Um, and, you know, I just, I think there's a certain something, I think there's like maybe even a little bit better than a 1% chance that this team finishes coward. fifth in the West. I'm going with the yeah. Sacramento Kings finishing fifth in the West this year. <laughs> Betty's got enough. He's <laughs> he took on his headset. Yeah, hear what I'm saying. There we go. <laughs> so Sacramento the more that I stare at their roster, the more that I like it. And if it wasn't Sacramento, if you take those players and you put them in a different jersey, I think we, they're probably a little, a little bit higher on people's uh Because they're playing with, different, with better teams. 
Well, I'm just saying, like, if you take the same team and put them, oh, the same put them in uh, Seattle or whatever, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> people are people are, are hyping it up. But here's here's basically why. Okay, they have three guys that I think, and th- this is like a take that I, you know, this is even lower on on the take totem pole of takes I believe in. <laughs> but they have three guys that could probably win, uh, you know, make the jump and maybe win most improved. Uh, this year they have De'Aaron Fox. They have uh, Tyrese Halliburton and Marvin Bagley, three guys that I think are poised to be really good this year. Um, they have Davion Mitchell, which they, who they drafted ninth overall, who like there was buzz about him being like a top six, seven prospect overall in the class, uh, like even just a few days prior to the to the draft. Um, so I really like him. He's like a point of attack defender on the ball. Um, I think he can be like an immediate impact player. Um, we know what Harrison Barnes can do. Uh, you know, Harrison Barnes is like sneakily super underrated the past couple of years. He's shot like 40% from the three-point line, uh, really high efficiency from the field. Uh, they have shooters everywhere in this roster. You guys know how I feel about Buddy Heald. I love Buddy. Uh, very efficient, very vol- like volume heavy, but efficient three-point shooter. And they have decent bigs. I mean, Rashawn Holmes. They have Tristan Thompson, who I may talk about at the end of this podcast <laughs> in our next segment, um, who I think, you know, at 20 minutes a game is, is going to give you good depth. So honestly, like the more I talk about this take, the more I like it. Um, so, yeah, that's that's probably my hottest take. And that is the Sacramento Kings. Yeah, you heard that right, people at home. Sacramento Kings finishing fifth out west. I had I didn't even have them in my top eight. What are your uh, but what are, what are your? Yeah. Yours. Okay, so what's your five through eight then in the Western Conference on the last episode? Do you remember? Oh, man. Um, let me check real quick. I want to say it was like Clippers, Warriors. It was, uh, yeah, Clippers, Clippers Warriors, five. Mavericks, and Blazers. Maver- Mavericks in there. I had Blazers in there. I had Warriors in there. And I'm missing a team. Um, Clipper, Clippers, Mavericks. Uh. Warriors and Blazers, no? Warriors and Blazers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. yeah, yeah. So okay. the, I can see them, you know, if, if you want to talk about how they get to <laughs> number five, I can see the Trailblazers imploding. I mentioned that in the last podcast where, uh, you know, if the whole Dame Lillard thing goes south and they just end up imploding, yeah. I don't think that'd be a surprise to anybody. I mean, it would be a surprise, but I can see it happening. Um, Mavericks, same thing. New coach, weird situation. Luca just... Yeah. <laughs> Maybe doesn't carry or whatever happens there. Chris Stapps gets injured again. Would that yeah. shock anybody? I don't think so. Uh, and at Clippers, like we talked about the the red flag with the Clippers. Even yeah. Benny and I were pretty high on them having them. Uh, I think we both had them at five, right? Or you had yeah. them four and I had them five. Um, so they could, you know, they could definitely implode if if Kawhi never comes back or Paul George gets hurt. They're one injury away from really just capsizing. Uh, and you know, is there a big discrepancy between them and those other teams? I don't think so. like if, if the Kings are as good as I think they are, like and those other teams end up doing poorly, <laughs> they could end up number five. It's not crazy that you know they're not gonna crack top four. You know, I'm not that you wanna but you wanna, I, I, you I wanna like laugh? It. I wanna laugh, I wanna laugh. That was one of my hot takes too. <laughs> I knew it. Oh no. It wasn't awesome. my hottest one. Okay. But, oh my um, god. <laughs> But I knew that I didn't. I didn't phrase it as Kings making playoffs. I said yeah. that Kings would make playoffs and win the first round. Okay, I don't have them oh, winning the first round. Fuck. I don't because they five be playing the Clippers. I'm, or the sink, Lakers. I'm sinking <laughs> myself way too much. What seed are you imagining there, Easy? In that, um, that's so I'm imagining funny. like but a by the six. Way, but easy okay, so by six, the way, we and don't then, talk about your... our takes. Like we don't talk about our takes beforehand. Yeah, so the fact that Easy had them, like. That's okay, but yeah, let's continue. Sorry. So easy. Who's your? Let's let's just keep yeah. the hypothetical going. Like, yeah, just reflect. Had, who's um, who's yeah, your third? Yeah. I'm pretty sure West, I had Denver. Playing. Denver third. Oh yeah, yeah you're yeah, high yeah. on. Um, <laughs> I had to make the so, finals. So, so yeah. I have Kings beating uh Denver um, Kings in the playoffs. Denver, but yeah, no, I mean, this is nice. this is what I'm thinking. This is my logic. Okay, mm-hmm. the roster is good. It's not even just the roster. I think they make yeah. a trade. Um, okay, I'm not. Yes, continue. I'm not yes, saying it's the Ben point. Simmons trade, but like, mm-hmm. I think they make a trade at some point where they're just frustrated with the roster they have and they just like go for it. By the terms of what Kings fan could all go for it, which is go- making the playoffs for once. So that's that's what I mean by that. Um, and I mean, 
there's just you look at the roster and you're you kind of wonder like what they need someone to put it together and not even just the players it needs to be like a coach i guess i, I don't i don't even know because yeah i look at the roster like you're saying dear fox i wouldn't say he'll be most improved but like he no, can I, make I, another I, jump i don't think any of these players will be most improved but i think they have three guys who can make a jump and like would you be shocked if they're in like second or third in voting so that like I would be if it's Buddy Heald because Buddy Heald ain't going to do more. No, I didn't say Buddy Heald, but it was De'Aaron, Tyrese, Halliburton, and Marvin Bagley. So it was oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I thought you meant yeah, Buddy yeah. Heald. I'm like, that guy's no, not Buddy changing. Hill. Not Buddy Heald. Um, He's not changing. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I look at the roster. I like the roster. Um, mm-hmm. Do I think, <laughs> again, we said if there was like a 1% chance that we believe 1%, in it. That's the threshold, man. I'm putting my 1% in. Shout out PETA, Kings gang. We both have Kings jerseys. <laughs> He believed in Darren. I believe in that. I mean, I um, I unfortunately bought a Marvin Bagley jersey, but I'm gonna oh, get no. used for it this year. I'm gonna get used for it. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna start. He's gonna start this year. <laughs> Shoot, if he doesn't start, I don't know who will. Yeah, more <laughs> heartless. I don't know. <laughs> so I guess that overlaps with my first take. I'll say Kings make playoffs and win in the first round. And in my hypothetical bracket, yeah. they're beating the Denver Nuggets. Um, I guess Michael Porter doesn't know how to play defense, and the Kings take advantage of that. And they win it. So See, I was thinking, what if they end up playing like the Mavericks or something, uh, and then they could probably win that. So that that was kind of like one of them would have to, to be ex- top four. Like, it out. You see that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I can't see either of them being. In the Me top neither. Four. But like you know, I, I don't see them beating a, a Denver or anything. So I don't have them winning in the playoffs, but I do have them finishing top oh. five. Like I don't think it's crazy. On on your note about uh, having a coach or whatever yeah. that could you know they have. I think Dave Yeager's their coach, right? So, no, 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 Luke no. Walton. It's Luke Walton, dude. Luke Walton. hasn't been there for Walton. centuries. Luke bro. Walton. So Luke Walton's our coach. And last year Awful. they had the best win percentage in the last, I think it was five, six seasons. So they're showing improvement. I mean, they still only won like 31 games or something. They, won, like, this, they had the same record so, in back-to-back years. You know, they'd have to make, <laughs> for my prediction to come true based off of like last year's standings, they'd have to make a jump of about 12 games better. Uh, so you know, last year they won 31 games, and fifth uh, was 42 wins. So they'd have to. Well, it was tied for 42 wins. Um, so they'd have to make a jump uh, of like 12 or 11 or 12 games. Uh, but hey, I think it could happen. I, like I said, you take you take those players, you put them in Seattle, you put them in <laughs> wherever you want to put them, and I think people will like them. But because it's the Kings, no one has faith in that. So it's just like last year. Last year they were a. They were very poor. They were solid offensively, but they were a very poor defensive to unit, and they were a very poor rebounding team. I actually think like someone like Valanciunas might have been really good for them. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't make any moves for this roster that would kind of make me think that they're going to be competent defensively or competent as a rebounding mm-hmm. unit. I, I mean, defensively, Davion Mitchell makes yeah. maybe yeah. Mitchell better. Maybe Mitchell. M- Mitchell makes him better at point guard. Yeah. But he, again, remember. it's a rookie, right? So it's yeah, it's yeah. But he's like a rookie thing. that's like twenty three. Like he's not 18 he's not 19 yes, like he's built correct. in his like yeah. physical attributes already it's not like he's yeah. gonna get much different it's not like you're looking at like Giannis when he was 19 versus Giannis at 23 right like okay so they like defensive rating they were 30 it's let's say with Mitchell they go to 22 or something like I don't know yeah, they also enough? added Tristan It'll Thompson who is not a great defender <laughs> but I think he can help a little bit it's better than having you know who's their third big Alex Len be your backup big you know, I so, don't know, man. I'm not ready to give up on Alex Lynn. I'm totally joking. No- <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not ready to give up on Tristan Thompson, but we can talk about that later. Uh, so, you know, and oh, in terms of rebounding, he definitely helps. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that so, yeah, overlapped I, with I my, take. my take. Yeah. Um, so, so you had them, you had them winning. That's kind of, I guess, I had Kings winning the first round. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the first round. Yeah, not, not everything, guys. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Though. That would be awesome. I mean, it would I be a great that. story. I would, I would yeah. probably fly if. Mark my words. If Sacramento makes playoffs, <laughs> I'm flying to Sacramento to watch a game. Oh, oh my, my God. Words. I'm buying a jersey. I'm buying a jersey for I, sure. I will fly there, and I will watch the game at Sacramento. Yeah. And well, if they're against four, the Warriors, I will go yeah. for the Kings. That's, a, that's <laughs> what I was going to say. All four teams uh, in that division, we would have them in the playoffs. That's nice. I don't know how often that happens. That would be pretty nice. History, I'd have to look at that. But that's crazy. Yeah, so that would be pretty nuts. Um, so I guess since Easy and I gave one, yeah. I will we'll kick it back to you, Ben, and you can give us your second. Okay. Yeah. Let me just pull it up. My bad. I was yeah, no, you're good. You're fine. I forgot. Oh yeah, it was a Paul George MVP season. 
dude, I had the same one. <laughs> no <laughs> the way, same, bro. Yeah. No <laughs> way. Same one. <laughs> oh, this is moving right. fast. This is moving fast. So. All right, all right. So <laughs> I'm going to give it I'm I'll give a couple of reasons, Mike, and then yeah. you, want, you can cavity, you can uh, That sounds good. Let's out. do it. Yeah. All right. Let's tag team easy a little bit here. <laughs> tag team easy. Oh, so God, here we go. <laughs> Paul George last season missed, I would say, maybe like 20 games or something like that. The year before that was the COVID season, so he was a little short on that as well. But the year before that was the year in Oklahoma City where he or you know, he got used to playing with Russell Westbrook and these guys, and he was he had that 28 and 8 and 5 season, and he was really good. And he was an MVP candidate for a really long time, mostly because due to his performances, obviously Russell's pretty good, but mainly due to him. Due to his performances, the Thunder were the number, top two, three C for a very long time in the West. Towards the end of the season, they kind of fell off a little bit. Team wasn't playing as well together. Paul George was still playing well. But I can see that kind of – I could see a world where that kind of repeats itself. Um, he's going to have the chance now, I think, in my opinion. I mentioned that in the last pod. He's going to have that chance now of just kind of being the sole guy. And he's going to get a whole bunch of shots. And he's a very efficient player, a very good scorer. He's a really good defender, two-way player. So that's going to that's count for something. He's going to get his team more opportunities to score on the other end. And just the impact that he's going to have with a full season, that season that I mentioned with Oklahoma City, he only missed four games, five games. I could see it uh, kind of take off, and he can have an MVP-type season, at least statistically. Mike? Okay. okay yeah I, I agree uh with that the opportunity thing is, is one of the big reasons why I, I believe in this take a little bit um it, it's really like the reason this is spicy for me is just because there are so many other players that i think would be ahead of paul george and he's had um, kind of a negative reputation right the last and he's yeah he's seasons. been a, like he has a reputation of being a choker and all that but his regular seasons have been really strong and even last year um he was doing really well i mean he averaged 23 points he was shooting 41% from three, he shot 40% from three, three out of three out of the last four seasons. Um, you know, he's going to have a lot more volume. I think that free throw attempt, his free throw attempts per game probably go up a little bit because he's sitting at around uh, four, just under four. Uh, so I think that goes up with the ball in his hands. He'll be asked to create more on offense. Um, if you look at their roster, you know, their, their best shot creator is Reggie Jackson. I guess so. We're not. not really... You're saying that because Kawhi obviously isn't. Yeah, because right. Kawhi is not going to be there yeah. for you know at least half the season. So you know he's going to be asked to to do a lot with the ball in his hands, create more. Um, you know, I think he's a really great talent. We kind of forget that when he's behind Kawhi and the stops he's had at Oklahoma City. Uh, so I, I just think given the opportunity. Um, you know, I had them finishing five in my predictions. I think you had them finishing four, right, Benny? So obviously, you and I are, yeah. are high on them to begin with. Um, so they're gonna have the, they could have the record for that to be in 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 the talks for MVP, right? Because there's always kind of like you have to have a minimum amount of winning. Uh, so you know that those are kind of my reasons why I think it's it's a possibility. Again, <laughs> it's a hot take, but uh, I you know I, I I like it for if you are gonna do bet on any of these i think that's one to bet on so disclaimer disclaimer all right easy what do you think easy yeah so, uh, this one. i yeah, mean yeah. i don't hate it because <laughs> it kind of defends my point that there's nobody on that roster that can do anything besides paul george so in yeah. a way you're kind of supporting my claim that the clippers are not a good enough team to do anything no but um, i use that i use that as an argument for having them over the lakers actually i could just see them playing better I, there's two i don't want to go back and forth with the lakers thing but yeah it's just, I, th- I just think it's easier to play with Paul George as the one ball handler and everybody else knows their bro and they're decent role players as opposed to like all these guys that were like Russell Westbrook, Carmelo, LeBron, Anthony Davis, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, and right. I don't think the roster I could just is, see a like, mesh better. But sorry, Easy, go ahead. Yeah, go okay, ahead. I, we have different opinions about the Clippers roster, but I'll, I'll yeah, digress. Yeah. Um, I could see it happening, I guess, if they're top four in this hypothetical. Um, but if Kawhi comes back and plays the second half of the season, Paul George ain't winning MVP. Like, I'm just saying that very straightforward because at the end of the day, it's about storyline and how you finish the season. And again, if Kawhi Leonard comes back, he might not be 100% healthy, but that is going to take away steam from Paul George and his MVP claim. So, yeah. Now, if if Kawhi's out for the season, hypothetically, we don't know anything about that guy's health. Super unpredictable. It's almost as unpredictable as the chance of Paul George being MVP. So I'd, I'd put more money on Paul George winning MVP than Kawhi playing the full season. But I digress. 
point being, um, it, the roster lends itself to him being an MVP. Um, it makes sense in that sense. Um, again, it's just going to depend on how long he can carry a momentum and the type of statistics, the statistics that he's going to need to do it. Because at the end of the day, we still have Jokic coming back, which again, we talked about how he probably won't be MVP again, but he'll be top five. Um, we're talking about Giannis also being a defensive player of the year kind of candidate. So he'd have to go against Giannis as well. And then you have Luca too, that people love. So it's a lot that he's going to have to do to make it happen or just for the people to have the perception of him as a top three MVP candidate, like he was with the thunder. Like it's going to take a lot for that to happen. A lot for it would have to go right for him. And a lot would have to go wrong for guys in the league. Like there would have to be some sort of injuries. There would have to be some sort of like team that doesn't do as well as they should have. It's possible. It's not the worst hot take I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, if, if we go based off last year, he would have to beat just the, like the top five uh, MVP guys that receive votes. He would have to beat Jokic and beat Giannis, Steph Curry, and Chris Paul. He could yeah, be he'd Chris have Paul. to have a hell of a season. <laughs> yeah, he, but, he could, yeah. yeah. Well, what he could about the other four? Ball. You know, it's like right. It's, <laughs> it's gonna be tough. tough. Yeah, it, it's tough. But that's what I'm saying. Like for example, like if the Warriors are like again an eighth seed i don't see curry being a top three mvp candidate again mm-hmm. they yeah. did it because they felt bad for him let's be real like he was like again he had a great season but like his team was like what ninth like yeah yeah no and if i can see mpj like cutting into uh the Jokic kind of hype if right. he indeed ascends so obviously Jokic is still going to be one of the favorites but if mpj takes the next step has the ball in his hands more their numbers kind of his numbers dwindle a little bit while MPJs goes up. I can see that happening too. So, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a tall order, especially the Giannis one. Giannis is the one that like really, you know, he's stalwart. I, I don't ever see him yeah. falling off, but that's why it's a hot take. Uh, and yeah, it's a take that I had too. So again, here we are overlapping. <laughs> um, <laughs> pretty funny, but uh, so I guess since me and Betty went, easy then? it was yeah. just easy. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, and funny enough, you kind of brought up as a joke, mm-hmm. the thing about the Kings will never win. Like, like if you put the players in like a different city, it'll make it happen. Right. One of my takes has to do with that, but not with the Kings. Minnesota will never make the playoffs if they don't move to Seattle. Oh, I like it. So get, them never, in Seattle. get them in Seattle. Put them in any city, but they'll <laughs> never win in Minnesota. That we're, city we're sorry, is Sorry, Timberwolves fans. Yeah, cursed. we're sorry, Minnesota people. Sorry, Ume. Um, Ume. I'm sorry, but... They just can't win. Like, I have two decades of proof to do it. Like, they've made playoffs how many times? Twice. Like, they had Kevin Garnett. They made it to the conference finals, and they never sniffed the second round ever again. Um, They had a lineup of Cat, Wiggins, Butler that should have made a second round, didn't make a second round. What? And you're going to tell me that with the West the way it is now, they're going to make it with Cat? D'Lo, who I don't even know how many games they've played together. Uh, what is it, like 10 in two seasons? Yeah, barely any. Barely any. Like, like nothing. They were so excited, Anthony, too, that they got to be on the same right. team. Yeah, it's his boy. That's Cat's boy. Yeah, practices <laughs> must be so lit yeah. together because, you know, they never actually play together. <laughs> Driving but, around Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Anthony Edwards, which, like, is the bright spot for me of yeah. that team. I'm, I could, again, if we're talking, like, the only way Minnesota, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what it would take to get them into the playoffs. They can acquire as much talent as they want, but they, they never put it together. Um, the way that I would resolve it, just trade d get it done. d not doing anything for you. If you, if it works out for another team that has him, great. It wasn't going to work out with you. So like, let it go. I'm of the opinion low key that Philly and Minnie should talk of the Ben Simmons d trade. Cause at least for Philly, they get another guard that can like create off the dribble and shoot. Even though, yeah, they have Maxi already, it's still a different type of guy. And you know that he can like be a second guy on a team in a playoff team because he did it with the Nets without anybody else. Um, and then Minnesota tries something point. different. Um, you know, they always want a facilitator. Cat doesn't have to, you know, be as much of a guy in the post facilitating as much. And, you know, maybe playing with Anthony Edwards helps him. I don't know. But the whole entire point of this take is that I don't think Minnesota wins anything anytime soon. That city mm-hmm. is cursed. They need to move. That is it. Yeah. And it'll probably happen with Alex Rodriguez and the other guy that bought the team Mark that Lord. they're going to move them. Yeah, they're going to move them. There's no way in my right 
mind that I'm thinking that they would want to buy a team for that amount of money and not raise the value significantly just by moving to any other city. Any other Vegas city. even. I would love to see an NBA team in Vegas. You put that team anywhere else and it's going to raise in value. Yeah, pretty it. much. Get a new stadium. Yeah, they, they're just snake pit there in, in yeah, Minnesota. It, yeah, they're just trapped. It's just like an endless cycle of like bad things. Like it's just mm-hmm. never good. They ruined Ricky Rubio's career, Benny. What do you want me to tell you? Like, yeah, your boy. Yeah. They deserve the yeah. worst. <laughs> they deserve the death penalty. Yeah, no, it's pretty. Yeah. it's pretty tragic. I don't know if it's a hot take, but like, never winning ever again until they move. Oh, but yeah, is that, it never making the, the playoffs or never winning? Oh, I mean, are they winning if they don't make playoffs? I mean, like, no, yeah, no, that's but what like, I meant. Okay, oh, like okay. winning games? They'll win games in the season. Well, no, like going to the playoffs. So you're saying they're not going to win a championship? Oh, yeah, they'll never make playoffs until they move to a different okay. city. Wow. That's the take. Yeah, they're going to be perpetually yeah. in, in the bottom five. I don't see how how they they can't. Um, so, yeah, I, that's a good take. Actually, I have a it's take that's bad. related yeah. related to the Minnesota, but I think we'll go to Benny first to give us your third one, and then I'll go. Oh, my third one was the Heat in the Finals. Let's go. That's not even a hot take. Literally, it's not even a hot take. That's like, that, yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> that's what you. I'm putting money on. <laughs> Let's go. Um, I love it. Yeah, I mean, I could just I mean, see the world yeah. where where they get hot. They play well together. It seems that like they already love each other. They looked really good in the preseason. Granted, this preseason game against the Hawks. 14 straight points for Tyler Hero. The team looks like it's meshing really well. Tyler Hero looks like he's going to take a big jump, which I wasn't my, expecting myself. PJ Tucker's fitting in one to his role. Kyle Lowry looks amazing already. He's gonna he's gonna do a really good job for that team. That Ross is gonna be elevated, and you know you can, you can see the world where they get hot, kind of like in the bubble. Like you could see a world where maybe the Bucks have that championship slump, and then the world where the Nets maybe they have injuries, or maybe those three don't play very well together. They don't build chemistry because they didn't play much together last year. And in that case, the Heat capitalized and they can make the finals. I only mentioned those two teams because those are the two that I had ahead of the Heat in yeah. my in my standings. But yeah, if something happens to those two teams, the finals, the, the Eastern Conference could be Miami to lose. <laughs> I like the take, man. I, I'm sure know, you do. I'm sure you do. I, I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love the culture, bro. Uh, nah, I mean, you know, it, it could it happen any any year that Eric Spolstra is coaching coaching the Heat with like a decent roster. It can happen. So you know, fuck it, send it, bet on it. What are their odds? They're probably like plus five million. I don't know, but bet, bet on it. I, I love it. Easy. What, what do you think? If we're allowing takes for the Kings to make the playoffs yeah. and then make uh, <laughs> yeah, make but the that's what makes this so lukewarm. It's not even hot. Like they're supposed like the expectation for hot. Heat fans. Not hot I don't enough. think it's a hot take. It's like it's on the heat said, is on. I mean, like the way I'm thinking I'm about, about that, the, like, the Kings one. Oh, the Kings one is extremely hot. Like oh, yeah. I feel okay, like I'm on okay, fire. Okay. I'm talking about the Heat making the finals. <laughs> like if they don't make finals, I consider that a disappointment. No, and no one's I, expecting them to make the finals. Not over like, like the Nets or like the yeah. See, but that's insane Bucks. to me. So then, like, yeah. like the way I'm perceiving this, right? You get Kyle yeah. Lowry. You keep the same guys. You say that the the core of the roster can make a finals because they did it once. Yeah. And you could call it the bubble. You could call it whatever. Yeah. If you're a fan of this team, there is no reason why you should not be assuming that this is not championship or bust. Like, if you're saying this is championship or bust, you shouldn't be saying that there is no chance to beat the Bucks and Nets unless those guys have, like, injuries. <laughs> like, you need to believe in this team. Right. You're either in or you're out. Like, no, you I, get me? Yeah, yeah. As as a fan of the team, as you mentioned, I think maybe Mike agrees with me. Um yeah, I agree with you, Easy. This roster is good enough to make the finals in almost any other season. I just, I don't know that the Nets are going to have the issues that I that I mentioned f- for this hypothetical to work. They right. could make the conference finals. I would, I would be disappointed, for example, if we lost in the second round. I think this team is better than that. But if for us to make the NBA finals, you know, if I look at it objectively, right, and I compare the, let's just say the Nets, I yeah. compare the Heat to the Nets. I just gotta, I just gotta assume that the Nets are going to win that. Yeah, so I had the heat for it's not a our, maybe it's not a maybe yeah. it's not a maybe it's not a hot take to your point, easy. This yeah. is one that I, I don't see happening, but I would like to see happen is more what it is. No, well, yeah, I'd love to see it happen. But I, I have the heat fourth on my uh, rankings for next season uh, in the east. So, you know, I I wasn't I don't expect them to be better than the Nets. Uh, of course, you guys know how I am with Philly, the Bucks. Uh, you know, the, I see them more in that Boston 
Atlanta tier of teams. Um, yeah. It's like it's really them three competing for four and five, in my in my opinion. But I guess three through five. But you know, I I, I don't really have the expectation of them making the finals if they make the Eastern Conference finals. I think that's a win. Uh, so, you know, it, I don't have that expectation. I, I think I think you said that like it'd be a disappointment if they didn't make the finals. But my thing is like this year, I just don't expect it to happen. I think it'd be a disappointment if they never made the finals over the next whatever it is, three years that we have like Lowry uh, per se, you know, it's something like in that window. Yeah. Uh, but this year, I, I don't see it happening. I'm just like, I'm of the opinion that it's not going to get easier for them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't Mainly think because Lowry's age and things like that. Generally. Right. Like, mm-hmm. it's not going to get easier for the Heat because they don't have any money left now unless they do trades, which are trading their best four guys right now. Mm-hmm. If we're being honest, they're going to have to commit money to Tyler Hero in the next two years after two years or even before that to already get an extension going if they want to keep him. Get so, on the cheap. Yeah. Right. So I'm of the opinion that you need to make finals now because if you don't make finals now, you're not going to make finals in the next two years. Bucks team isn't going anywhere. They're all under contract. Who knows what happens with the Nets? I'm not going to say that I know what happens to James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving in two years, but Atlanta's going to get better because they're all young and they're all under contract. You know, I, I just, I, I'm at this, I'm at this point where like you're an aging team, you know, this is your window. You cannot afford to have a mentality of like, we're not making finals because of the Nets. Like you need I mean, to think you're going to win. I agree. I, th- I feel like if this was two years ago, I would probably have the exact same take as you did, which is, you know, the season we made the finals that season, I had the same points where I felt like, this was our year. The Sixers are only going to get better. Obviously, you know, the, we'll see where that goes, but uh, you know, the Milwaukee bucks, <laughs> um, you know, they're the nets were on the horizon. Uh, actually, I don't know if, if Katie had already gone to the nets at that point. Um, I don't remember. You guys have to remind me. I think he did it. They know. sat out that they sat out. Yeah. He year. sat out the first. Yeah, yeah. He sat out. So the nets, the nets were on the horizon. Boston was ascending. Um, so two years ago, I felt like that was the season make or break with Jimmy Butler that we had to make the finals. And we did. Um, but I just, you know, if you're telling me that's the only time in the next four years that we made the finals, that would not be surprising to me at all. And I don't expect us to be making the finals with this roster over the next three years. Are there moves they can make? Are there, is it possible that they can go on run? For sure. I just, you know, the East, the top of the East is stacked. The honest isn't going anywhere. That's where I'm going anywhere. So we'll see. But, I, you yeah. know, it, it, it definitely fits the theme of this podcast, though. And I, <laughs> do I want it to happen? Absolutely. And if it does happen, I'm going to fucking be driving that bandwagon. So <laughs> forget about <laughs> my take right now. <laughs> but yeah, uh, happens I'm moving out of Miami. You know, I love the take, bro. <laughs> Don't you got to go catch a game in Sacramento? Uh, yeah, right. Time? Yeah, Sacramento <laughs> like finals. <laughs> Sacramento yeah. finals. We're running it. <laughs> but literally, bro, I love the take. Um so uh, I guess we'll I'll move on to my take if, if we're done. On, yeah, yeah. On the heat pot. All right, cool. So my last take, which is more of like I guess it's a fantasy related take, but I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna do it in the context of like most improved player because I had this guy on my fantasy team I think last year, and I loved it. Uh, so Nas Reed, I think for most improved, <laughs> this is like super like out of left field. Wow, what is this? So not <laughs> let me pull. But do you know pass. who he is? I don't even know who he is. Oh, okay. like, I, wait, say, I don't even know. Um, who he is. Wait, but uh, easy. You know who Nas Reed is. Oh, I know who Nas Reed is, but I know yeah, that yeah, I know Nas Benny's Nas like Daddy. basketball knowledge is not name? like N-A-Z? player D. He's only N A Z R E I D. All right, learn the name. Learn the name because he's gonna win most improved. <laughs> but, Good God, <laughs> I'm not even gonna like have a. I'm not even going to answer, like, Mike's. Yeah, I'm not even going to, because I just found out who this guy is. So, I'll believe yeah, yeah, I'm not even going to pretend. But, I mean, okay, so, basically, the, the genesis of this take is that I had him on my fantasy team last year. And I think there was a, a period of time, easy, you probably remember better than I will, where I think Cat was out, and this guy was yeah, he was for whatever reason. He, I don't he remember was actually was doing out. really well. I'm trying to he remember in my amazingly league. well. Was it Eddie that had him? I'm not sure. But I know he was doing really well. And and for I uh you guys know this, but I don't think I've mentioned it on the podcast. But last year I was in like a twenty team keeper league. It was like ridiculous. Uh so obviously like you're fishing bottom barrel for guys who can just get you a double double, right? That's like a huge win, especially yeah. if you're doing like categories or just like point scoring. Um 
but he's the guy that I had on my roster and I had him at the perfect time because uh cat was out and he started and he was getting like I, I wish I had the game uh, splits in front of me for those games but he's doing well I mean this is a guy who's shooting 52 percent from the field last year albeit 20 minutes a game uh 35 percent from three he averaged 11 and uh total re- 11 points and four and a half rebounds so not great but I don't know, man. Just looking at those splits last year, remembering how good he was for my fantasy team, I'm like, why not, Nasreed? Why not be most improved? He's only 22. He was born in 1999, so now I feel really old. Um, but he's only 22. Oh, my 22. God, he's younger than us. Christ. Yeah, he's younger than us. Um, you know, he's a 6'9", 260 center, power forward. He, natural position, I guess, is center. So he's undersized center. You know, could he... Uh, get up on the depth chart. I don't even know who their backup big is. I think he might be. No, the I think he'd best. be the backup. I think he'd be right. The yeah. So he's gonna he's gonna get more than twenty minutes a game just based off what he did last year. Uh, and I think he can do really well. I think he's like a super dark horse for most improved. Uh, most improved to me is kind of like uh, just like super random this year. Uh, I don't. Ha- I'm yeah. not like in love with anybody. I think I picked uh, Triple J for my award. You guys picked MPJ. So you know, it, it can it can be anybody. And why not Nasreed? Go for it. I'm going to pick you probably with my last pick in my fantasy league this year. But, you know, <laughs> why not? Be- anyway, so that, that was my, my last my last take. That's hilarious. Yeah, I love it. The uh, pride of Roselle Catholic High School in New Jersey. Nickname on yeah. basketball reference, Big Jelly. Uh, Big six Jelly. Nine, was he in What's up? Was he, was was he, he a drafted player? Ooh, I, I think know. he was. Um, let's find out. I, I really don't know. He was the number 18 recruit coming out of uh, high school. Um, went to LSU. I, I remember the games that he was in. He had some really nice splits um, that I'm looking at right here. He had a series of games where he had like out of 10 games, he had seven games in double digits. Um, his rebound numbers were around seven during that streak. Is this for LSU um, or Minnesota? No, no, no. This is for Minnesota, actually. He Minnesota. had a game of 29. Yeah. This is uh, going to be his third season in the league. Okay. Yeah. I mean, again, I have this thing where like big men will never win most improved because everyone hates big men when it comes to the awards, unless it's defensive player of the year, then it's the only option. Um, but I, he definitely is going to make a jump. I think, um, I he think for sure make a jump. It. He's going to get more minutes. You're right. He did have a game with 29 and nine. He had another game with 23. I'm seeing. He's so I mean, he, amount of games. he has like a good amount of games with 20 points and a couple 17 and up. So. Yeah. You know, I love it. Just a name to look out for. If, if you want to put like a hundred bucks on it, you know, if, <laughs> if you have that cash to burn, you could probably win like a million dollars. I don't know what the odds are, but <laughs> I don't know. Math. But yeah, so that's, that's why fine. not. He, he did go undrafted, by the way. I was seeing somebody on Reddit. Okay. Yeah, I was trying to how find did this that. guy go undrafted? That's crazy. Hey, man, if Reddit knows, the media knows, <laughs> right? Uh, so yeah, <laughs> easy. Why don't you uh, wrap us up here on on our flaming hot takes? Why don't you give oh, us your third? Dear God. Okay. Um, <laughs> where do I start? <laughs> um, I know this isn't gonna happen. Let me just make that disclaimer. But there is that one percent of me that wants to believe it will. Josh Giddy is gonna be rookie of the year. Ooh, see, okay, wow. you were texting about Josh Giddy yesterday. And Josh Giddy is not yeah. only going to be rookie of the year, in three years, he is going to be an all star. Wow, you're really high on that guy. You're very high. Where did, where did he get drafted? Like, was he oh, top? He was drafted six. 14? He was drafted six. No, he, okay, yeah, so yeah. he was. Yeah, yeah. This is a project player. I know he's a yeah. project player. Um, he has a nice shot. He has a very nice shot. I know I'm going to be wrong. I'm already saying it. <laughs> I'm wrong. But if I hit on this, my God. Um, so so remind me, I think you had you had him winning rookie of the year and being all star in three years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Man. Right Thunder, one, by the way. Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> so Australia, he was averaging eleven, seven, and seven, uh, one steal a game. His shooting percentage not too hot. Three point shooting not too hot. Um, but neither was Lamelo's. And look how he turned out in the first year. I'm not saying he's Lamelo Ball either, but. <laughs> I saw him on the court in preseason and I fell in love with him. He's got an ability to look around the court, see open guys. He can navigate really well. What I love is that this guy is a 6'8", 210 point guard. Yeah, he does have a good size. He's got great measurables. The issue for him isn't even like offensively necessarily in terms of playmaking. Like a shot will come. He has form. His free throw percentage is a 70. So I'm inclined to believe 
he'll get better as a shooter. Yeah, that's why I say he has a shot because his form looks fine. Like I think he right. just needs to work on little things. I think he's gonna get the minutes he needs in OKC to actually develop into that. Um, mm-hmm. They just have a reputation of developing guys. I don't know how, but they do. And then they end up trading them, but that's besides the point. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just really like the measurables. He moves really well on a court. He's going to have bad games. There is no doubt in my mind that he's going to get some really bad games. But, you know, maybe not so much the rookie of the year I'm believing in, but I am believing he'll be more of an all-star in three years than the rookie of the year. Wow. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> that's, that's wild. I'm also under the impression that Shea Gill just won't be with the Thunder in three years and that he'll have to, you know, take the reins because they're going to trade Shea Gill just. Um, but he can play with, with, with SGA. I, he could. I think he could. I really he could. Do. His size allows him to be on the court. Yeah. Uh, you know, then, can he play defense? Can he do those other things? Who knows? But we'll see. Right. I'm, I'm just inclined to believe that he's just like a do-it-all guy. And we've seen the reputation for do-it-all guys making all-star teams. It's never just like, um, you know, they got to be able to do a lot. And he has the potential to do all of it. The, the other hot take I have, which <laughs> might be a little bit better because we're on rookies anyways. Um, Alperin Shangun, I think that's how you say his name, center for the Ooh, Rockets. Yes, yes. He is looking like a guy who knows how to play in the paint. And I wasn't expecting that. But what's your take rookie. from him? My, my take is that he'll also be an all-star in three years. Okay. <laughs> that <laughs> is my go. take. Prepare okay. yourselves. Don't, don't the, the Rockets still have uh, Christian Wood? Yeah, yeah but who cares about Christian Wood? <laughs> I mean, you know, they've got like two years he's got like, or something. It doesn't he only have like two years left in that contract? Though? Yeah, I think, I think it was just a three year deal. Yeah. So, yeah. And he's not he doesn't player. play center. I mean, Sengun plays, um, he played center in Turkey. And the guy was the Turkish League MVP. Um, he was averaging, oh, I'm pretty sure, and 19 like points or something. A game. Yeah, he's super young. He was averaging 19 points, nine rebounds, two assists, almost two blocks a game, one steal a game. He was shooting 64% from the field. The three-point shot obviously is not good, but he's not a three-point shooter anyways. Um, and the free throw percentage was an 81%. So he has the, he's, an, he's a skilled big man. And at least in today's league for big men, you need to have some sort of offensive component or like some sort of like offensive IQ. You can't just be like going up for baskets and getting blocked immediately. Or like passing it over a guy's head out of bounds. You need to have He's skill, not, yeah. You need to have right, skill. like he has the intelligence already to be a really good center, mm-hmm. and I think we're gonna see that during the season. Um, and yeah, I I like both of those rookies. I I'm gonna be wrong about Giddy. I know I'm gonna be wrong about <laughs> Giddy, but Sangoon is actually like not bad. Like I really do think he'll be a decent center. I'm not saying like, you know, star player, but I. You know, why not? Why not bet on a guy to be an all-star in three years? Like, why not, man? Know. We love that. Are we pretty high on this Houston team then? Oh, I'm not high on this Houston team at all. I just think they're, they're no. going to get minutes. They're going to be, um, they're going to have like a we couple. We talked about, we like Jalen Green and we talked yeah. about Kevin Porter and dudes like that. This year, I'm not high be, on them, but long-term, yeah. I think they can have a good future. Right I don't future. think that yeah. they're going to be, I don't think they'll be competitive, but I don't think they'll be trash for a long time. Like in terms yeah. of like years. I see them takes. rebounding. Absolutely. I see them rebounding for sure. And, yeah. you know, I think this year's probably just going to have a lot of, like, empty stats, guys. But yeah. it'll be fun to watch. League Pass yeah. guys, right? I cannot wait to buy League Pass and watch those guys. Yeah, I, I, I'm probably going to get League Pass, too. You, you, you kind of sold me on it. Um, yeah, I'm hyped. <laughs> but, yeah, I like – hold on. I'm getting – okay, there we go. Uh, yeah, so I like I like the, the takes we have. I think that kind of does it for our, our hot takes. So, you got nine hot takes to go for, ladies and gentlemen. So, you know, if you want to bet on any of those <laughs> – you know, I, I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying you probably win a lot of money if they hit. So, uh, I guess we'll move on. Uh, do a little bit. Which one did you guys think? Which one? Which oh one yeah, you guys think was the worst one? Ooh, what was the oh. worst one? For oh, me, God, it was easy in the with the Kings in the second round. <laughs> Honestly, I was gonna say mine, but then I remembered. Yeah, that easy had them winning. <laughs> so yeah, I probably go with easy. <laughs> the Kings are gonna expose Jokic. Okay, we're gonna finally figure out what yeah, he can finally. do. Wow. wow i'm sure yeah oh, I'm absolutely sure. yeah no one sure, else could but the mighty sacramento so crazy that you you and i both had uh the kings i've been on kings then, gang in the playoffs like a year and a half <laughs> i mean yeah so that's that's, that's kind of when i picked that when i had that pick i kind of vision maybe you had yeah I was, I was more surprised that you had it mike as opposed to easy yeah i, I was surprised about like, that it's because we've been shitting on them the past two like <laughs> podcasts but and then Benny, we had we both had uh, Paul George for MVP, which I feel like was retaliation right. against Easy for being one hundred percent. I think so that's the you. worst take, honestly. 
I think so there's funny. a higher chance of Josh Giddy being an all-star than Paul George winning MVP. Wow. wow. Damn. Damn. Totally I'll joking. Bet. I'll take that bet. Totally joking. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so, yeah, some pretty interesting takes. It's kind of crazy. Low-key on the same wavelength with you guys, but that's fun. Uh, so we'll move on to our next segment idea. I think we could probably do, like, a good 10, 12 minutes on this. Yeah, um, it be quick. Yeah. So we'll do players that we have not given up on yet. So um, easy. You'd probably be better at explaining like this this segment. So why don't you go ahead and yeah. It? So there's like multiple ways that we can like perceive this. It mm-hmm. could be guys that you haven't given up yet, given up on yet that you know that they're not gonna like get better, but you just can't let go of them. Or you can perceive it as guys you haven't given up on yet, but still have the potential to like become great or like become above what they're doing right now i took it personally as guys that i know they're not going to get better but i just can't let go of the potential that we once saw in them um i don't know how you guys took this exercise but that's yeah. how i took it no i agree that, that's a great way to explain it um so yeah. i guess that being said uh easy why don't you give us i guess you can yeah. go give us uh guess give, give us how many names you have like two or three i got two I got to say, why don't you give them, give them both to us? Then we can, all right. Yeah. This one I have talked about for years. Um, probably on one of our episodes too, as a joke in passing, um, Josh Giddy, I'm totally joking. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Jeff green is my first choice. Um, and my second choice was Jabari Parker. Um, so Jeff green, like poor guy, like this guy was really on the way to like having some potential, in terms of, you know, being able to be a scorer, rebounder, defender. And then he had the heart surgery. And then he kind of slowed down a bit, kind of stopped the momentum, never really hit his stride necessarily. I also think moving from team to team didn't help him at all either. I'm not saying he moved a lot in the beginning of his career, but he was on some, um, not the greatest teams in the world. Um, OKC, he was there in the beginning, but then got traded to Boston. Those Boston teams were the ones that had just traded KG and Paul Pierce, so they weren't good for a bit. Um, it was really the Rondo Celtics that he was on. Gets traded to Memphis. Not a bad team in 2014, 2015, but he's not exactly being relied upon to be like a star player. Um, so, I mean, I just think that his development didn't happen the way it should have. I think we got the worst version of his career personally. Um, and, yeah, that, that was my first pick. And then with Jabari Parker, this guy was a bucket, bro. <laughs> this guy was a bucket. In college, Coming out of high school, in college he was a fucking yeah, bucket, dude. Not yeah. in high school, people were calling him uh, like a number one pick already. So I mean, there was a season that he had with um with Milwaukee that he was averaging twenty point six rebounds, and that was on fifty games, not eighty two. But like, you look at his shooting percentages, at least from the field goal percentage, they're all at forty eight to fifty. His lowest season was forty seven. So like. Clearly, this man doesn't have a problem scoring. I think the injuries didn't help his development defensively as a wing player who has to go against athletic guys. Um, in terms of the three-point percentage, not great at all. But I think it, it like it got worse because of the injuries. Like uh, no exaggeration. Like I really think the injuries put a hamper on his career. But I'm not ready to give up on these guys yet. I saw Jeff Green in the playoffs with the Brooklyn Nets. He had that one game. He's he was in just, a great role, man. He was just like insane. I think he made like yeah. what, 27 points and yeah. he was like the second best player for KD. And I'm pretty sure they all om- did they win that. I don't even know if they won the game, but I remember. I remember he was just going off and I was just like, this is what Jeff Green should have been. <laughs> I really like him for, for Denver now. I think he'll do very well there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's in a perfect situation again, just like last year. So I agree. I'm on the Jeff Green hyper train. You, you know that. I, I just remember him having that heart surgery and I think ESPN did a story about it like maybe five years ago or whenever it was, six years ago maybe. Um, so I, I love Jeff Green. Do you have any uh, – and your other was Jabari Parker, right? Yeah, Jabari Parker. Yeah, yeah. I don't have anything to add to that really. Uh, yeah, uh, Benny, did you have anything to add before we move on? No, no. I like them. Okay, cool. Uh, so, Benny, why don't you go ahead and give your guys and then we can talk about it. Sure. My guys are more guys that are still really young, but we haven't seen anywhere near what we thought, at least maybe, or maybe what I thought, maybe I'm alone here on what they could have been. And those two players are Casey Akpala and Lonnie Walker. Ooh, 
Okay. What did you think Casey Apollo was going to be? Yeah, Casey. <laughs> That's I what really, I want to know. The Lonnie Walker I, one I'm I, cool with. Yeah, I bought into the Casey Kool-Aid like a couple <laughs> years ago. And Ooh. and last year, like after another season of him not doing Jack, I was like, forget it. I'm, <laughs> I'm totally lost on this guy. I saw him play in preseason and I'm just not impressed. But okay, what, what do you see in KZ that you still believe in, Benny? And then we can talk about a lot of the the two things overlap here. The only thing that maybe wouldn't is the weight. KZ's really thin, and I saw him playing. Uh, I guess a couple nights ago for the Heat against the Hawks, he he played well, but you know he still looks too thin, at least for me, for to play the three or the four. Wish Lonnie was, and Lonnie came in, I think, at over two hundred pounds already. But either way, I will start with KZ Akpala. He, insane measurables to be a really good defender in the NBA. The problem with him, and then the problem with Lonnie as well, is that they're both they both came in really raw um kz is going into year three i think lonnie's going into year four yeah but i see i decent handles i think for a player his size i just don't think he gets enough opportunity um good handles for his size as i mentioned he's a good shooter at least in college and when he gets the opportunity in the league he he does that as well he has really good size i think he has like a seven two wingspan or something ridiculous he's a really good defender it's just that whole thing of the that he's really raw at least his first two seasons when we barely see him play. And he kind of looks a little bit a lot. The game moves too fast for him. I think that's the biggest problem for him. The game moves too quick for him, at least in the limited time that we've seen him. But I think his measurables are really, really good. And he does have a good defensive IQ that added when he can use his body better will make him a really solid role player. I don't see him as a starter anymore, <laughs> but I, I do see him as... I do see him as he could be a really good. Well, on a on a team that needed a stretch, on a team that needed a stretch for last year for the Heat, I thought maybe he can crack that, but no, he just wasn't ready last year. Um, I still see him as I could see him being a really good three and D player. That's just what I see him as. As for Lonnie, as like his potential, obviously. Right. As for Lonnie Walker, um, similar things. Really long wingspan. He's a good defender. Uh, maybe not a shooter like KZ is, but also just really raw. Extremely athletic player. And he has been getting good opportunity in San Antonio. I think he boosted up to like maybe almost 30 minutes a game. Uh, it didn't give much as far as the points per game production, but you could see that he does belong in the NBA. I, I don't think that maybe people have given up on him being a good player. I think most people will see him as a good player. I just think a lot of people have kind of forgotten about this guy, maybe because of the situation that he's in. Whereas I think if we just wait a little bit more on this guy, he's going to start to pop off more on our, on our screens. And he'll be regarded much better than what he is. He'll be yeah. I think I, I remember Lonnie in college, and I I remember even watching. There's like a game against Boston College that he hit like a last second three, and it was incredible. Yeah. I was there for it. Um. So I love Lonnie, and in the NBA, I think you're right. Like he's super athletic. He is definitely a player that I see look like okay. He is an NBA player, uh, which I just don't see for KZ, which is you know why I'm, I'm yeah. low on him. But for for Lonnie, I definitely see it, and like he's an above the rim type of player. Um, his shot has kind of been super streaky, so which is why he's not getting that production, and honestly, probably why he's not getting as many minutes. Um, and yeah, he, he he needs to work on his defense, but I I do see him in the long run getting better at defense, and you know, getting hopefully getting a better shot. But I think he's definitely a guy that I I see the talent is there. If you watch him play, it's he's like he's very he's he's a very athletic. Um, you know, above the rim type of player. So I really like it. What do you, what do you see in Lonnie? Uh, um, in Lonnie, I, I agree with you. I think the problem that Lonnie faced, which is what all young players will face if they go to the Spurs is that that team doesn't have a direction. There's not like, there's not like a, like back then we saw role players in San Antonio as like, Oh wow. Like they really know how to contribute to a team and win. And that's why they worked so well because they were already defined in that role. And when they went to their next team, that was their role. They didn't have to like become anything beyond that. Now you don't have Tim Duncan. You don't have Ginobili. You don't have Parker. You don't have Kawhi. What happens? Your team has no identity. Your team is doing the same thing that it's been doing for 10, 15 years. And there's no consistency with Lonnie Walker. He was a starter for 38 games and the other half. He wasn't. And that might be due to injuries with DeJounte and Derek white. I get it. But how are you going to develop as a player if everyone on the team needs to develop as a player too? Like, I don't see teams where it's all young guys 
that working out, especially if there's not like a young guy, that's the star player. You get me? Like, for example, like you had Russell Westbrook and Katie, when they were young, you knew they were going to be the star players. Eventually in San Antonio, there is no indication who's going to be a star player. You can tell me DeJounte Murray's a great player. He is, but he's not, he shouldn't be your best player on your team. He shouldn't even be your second best player. If we're being honest. So I think Lonnie's been just a victim of the environment he's in. And then also he's just an inconsistent um, shooter. Like you said, there, there were times in this, I remember the beginning of the season, he was doing great. I even traded him in fantasy for, uh, for Kevin Love. Shout out Kevin wow, Love. What a Stayed, steal. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he wasn't even good, but then he had that one game during the playoffs in our league, but I digress. Okay. Sure. Um, but yeah, I definitely see a place where Lonnie fits in the league. Um, absolutely. I want to go back to Casey Alcala. You guys were drinking that Miami Heat Kool-Aid that every fan drinks when hey, they draft I, anybody. I saw the light. I'm no longer drinking that My God. Yeah, as a defender, and the measurables are great. But the second they traded, I think it was like three second-round picks for this guy, I knew he was a yeah. bust. I knew he was going to be a bust because they drafted <laughs> him the it. same year that they took Bull Bull, and they traded Bull Bull for money. So it's just one of those classic, like, I, I don't know besides the measurables what you saw in him. He's not a good shooter. I don't know. He was in college. That's what I, th- that's what I was hoping would translate. So, for example, in 37 games with the Heat, he shot 24% from three, 37 from the field last season. And then in G League, I went as far as G League for this. He averaged 11 points. Defense was good, like we said. His shooting, 36 from the field, 28% from three. Yeah. Like, it has, it this guy, like, to me, I don't think he was ever going to be anything great just for the simple reason that you traded three second round picks for this guy and you let bull bull get traded for cash. Like mm-hmm. I already knew the standard was set for him, that it was just going to be a problem. I do like the Lonnie Walker one. I think he'll be much better once he finds a different team. If he does find a different team. I think cause he's the one that needs a different team. Uh, I think as long as he's on the heat, they're not going to use this guy because this is a win now team and they're not going to take a chance playing Casey. At least yeah. they'll probably play him whatever they played him last year. Whereas maybe on like a poor team, he'll probably get more opportunity. But yeah, no, he needs to play for the Guangzhou Tigers because he's not going to be in the, <laughs> the league. Guangzhou Tigers, <laughs> Guangzhou Tiger All Star. Yeah. Honestly, if there was a loan system like in soccer, I'd be down for that. Send him to oh, Guangzhou. Yeah. yeah. Send him to Australia. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, funny you mentioned that because yeah. I know Umbe has been talking about how like soccer always has that. He's a huge soccer fan, so he's yeah. always like, "Yeah, why doesn't the NBA have this?" And I mentioned that think, as well. Yeah, and but like the more like, you think about it, the more they should. Like yeah, it doesn't make really any sense. I think it makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I mean NBA is becoming more and more like soccer now, especially with the G League and their yeah. minors. So I can see it happening. Um, he's a guy who would definitely benefit. Um, so I, I'll move on to one guy that I had. I'll, I'll just stick to one guy because you know I was going to yeah. say Tristan Thompson, but to be honest, I <laughs> I don't really believe in him. <laughs> um, I just think he's okay. Um, but somebody who I think could be decent in like two or three years and kind of have a bounce back is Markel Fultz. So he's a guy who I think going to Orlando was a good thing for him in his career overall, at least getting out of, well, I'll, I'll say getting out of, out of Philadelphia was a good thing for him. I don't know if going to Orlando was the best situation, <laughs> but uh, you know, he, he has a torn ACL uh, from, you know, I think earlier this year. Yeah. So First we're not going to see him. Yeah. We're, we're not going to see him uh, for a little while. And before that, he was dealing with that weird, I don't know what it was, like shoulder, elbow injury, whatever the hell he had going on with the shot. Um, But it seemed like he was getting over that uh, in Orlando. And I felt like he was, he had good moments there where the pressure was off of him. If you had the yips or whatever, you know, he was in a situation where he no longer needed to feel that pressure and he was doing very well. Um, And, you know, coming out of college, I remember that draft, he's somebody that I really liked. His shot was amazing. I thought he had good vision. He has good size. Um, like all the measurables and, and all that is, are there for him. Um, and I think the talent is there. He's just had a really like unfortunate road. It's almost kind of like uh, what you say easy. I think it's about Ricky Rubio where it's like, if you do his career over 10 yeah. times, it's like, it can come out better. I think with Markel Folds, if you do his career 10 times, like this is probably amongst the worst outcomes, if not the worst. It's gotta um, be the worst. <laughs> yeah. So I think, you know, he's a guy that I can see almost kind of like a, obviously not as good as Derrick Rose, but almost like in like a Derrick Rose type of way where he's kind of like is in obscurity, bouncing from team to team for a little while and then is able to like hit his stride as he ages. I don't know how old he is. He's probably not even 23 yet. 
he's maybe 23, 23 but like he's 23 yeah. and a half it's not like he's starting yeah so he's, he's a baby and this is like his fourth year in the nba or something like yeah you know what i mean so he's he's somebody who i, I can see getting a bounce back later like kind of having a renaissance later on in his career i don't think it's going to happen this year um but you know my i'm definitely buying up all the more kill folks stock uh you know that i can as it's just really low right now so he's a guy that i'm rooting for for sure yeah i don't think it's low I, I, he was he had a good, pretty good reputation and then he got hurt unfortunately i think yeah. like i think it was definitely low like i guess that year that last year in philly where he looked really yeah. bad and then we got 100 pretty solid yeah yeah and he started the season well like you said he only played eight games and like the numbers don't show it but in this first three games he was he had like 15 5 and 4 yeah. Uh, next game, he had 21, four and seven following game 26, two and two. So like, we're not asking him to be a star player, but like he was definitely showing signs of like getting better. Yeah. Um, and even in the season before that, he was averaging 12, three and five like that as a point guard, you know, we're not saying he's a star, maybe not even a starter, but like he could definitely be a role player on your team that provides some athleticism and some juice. Absolutely. Um, and like I said, without that pressure of being such a high pick and being in Philly, uh, you know, he's in a better situation. Like, I, I think that's going to help him a lot in the long term. And I, yeah. you know, I think his perspective, like his natural, his uh, media perspective is a little skewed because of that time in Philadelphia, which is kind of why, you know, he's kind of, I have him in this conversation anyways. Um, so, you know, I, I think he'll be able to, he, he'll never be, I mean, I don't see him as being like worthy of uh, number three, number two, whatever he's picked at. Uh, yeah. But he, he could definitely be, Okay, yeah. number one. There you go. So he can definitely <laughs> be, uh, you know, a useful NBA player, a starter for a lot of teams down the line. I could see that happening. Yeah, I mean, we'll time will tell for him. Absolutely, and, and for, all and for guys. Lonnie Walker. I don't know yeah. about KZ, but KZ, KZ, maybe Guangzhou, China, whatever. Guangzhou, China. He might pop off. I don't know. I'll get it. I'll get his shirt if he goes there. Oh hell yeah! So you got to buy Guangzhou Tiger shirt. I got to buy a Kings jersey. And Easy's got to buy me plane tickets to Sacramento for later this year. So. <laughs> Hi, bro. That Sacramento <laughs> right. final is going to be crazy. Sac squad right out. But I think that does it for us. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. It was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, lots to keep an eye on as we get closer to the season starting. Um, you know, I'm sure we'll reference these takes later on <laughs> this year and see Done. just how crazy they were or if they were spot on. Like I said, you can win a lot of money. But, yeah. uh, you know, listen to the disclaimer at the beginning of the podcast. Don't bet on anything. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that does it for us. Uh, you know, make sure to catch us on Instagram and YouTube. And, yeah, uh, listen to our preview pods and we'll keep going here. We'll keep you updated.